Hello, and welcome to another episode of Enhancing the Human Experience, the podcast designed to help you get the most out of life. I'm Mark Phillips, and hey, thanks for tuning in today. I really do appreciate it. I know there are boatloads of podcasts out there, and today we're going to talk about something that's going to make it worthwhile and beneficial that you tuned in. So today we're going to talk about what manifestation books you should read if you're just starting out. Now, I've given this topic a lot of thought because I I tell people, I recommend to people some of my favorite books that I've found after many, many years, like 18 plus years of doing this search and really kind of being on a quest to find the ultimate truth and the nuggets and what's at the heart of manifesting, right? And so I'm going to share with you some of my favorite players in the arena and they're books that you probably might not have heard of. They're not... Um, recently published book, let's put it that way, you know, because there's a boatload of books on the market out there in the realm of manifesting and, and they're really all good. They all have their merit. But my biggest problem with some of the books that are, are published nowadays through major publishers is they're just so thick and they're just packed with a lot of fluff and filler and stories. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with that, right? They're giving you more value. And book publishers actually want to do that, right? They want you to feel like you got your value. And so when you have a, a book that is one inch thick, then you're going to think, hey, I got I got my money's worth here. But the, the other side of the coin to that is, and this is the kind of the ugly truth that no one really wants to talk about in the book publishing industry, is that when you have a big, thick book with a lot of fluff and a lot of filler in it and a lot of stories, that can drown out the, the message, right? The kernels, the nuggets of wisdom and truth inside of it. Because most all of the manifestation books are saying the same thing, and we'll talk about that in a minute here. But when you have a really thick book, it's kind of like finding a needle in a haystack and and you're tasked with finding the magic wisdom in that book and finding the kernels of wisdom, right? Which is doable. And sometimes the publisher or author will make the text bold that is important or set it off or italic somehow to help you, right? Sometimes they don't. And then I think it's kind of kind of a crazy difficult task to go through a big thick book and find those nuggets because it just takes so much time. And that's why I like these books that I'm going to recommend to you and these folks because they write really simple, concise text. You know, this is from like mid-century uh mid-century movement when the new thought movement was just getting rolling right in the early 1900s and mid-1900s. And there wasn't this like drive to publish thick books, right? Thick books are in the same, you know, they came about because of supersize my happy meal, right? And bigger houses, bigger cars, bigger everything. Those things don't actually add more value. They add more perceived value or more status, right? I'm talking about books that are sometimes an eighth of an inch thick, like like um, Emmett Fox's Life is Consciousness, which is an absolutely amazing book. Very thin. You can read it in like 20 minutes, right? It's like an essay. That book is absolutely amazing as a manifestation book, right? But you're not going to find stuff like that kicking around out on the market today because people want you to feel like you got value. And so just be aware that 
most of the manifesting books out there, you know, a lot of the, all of the Abraham, the, the Hicks's books, talking with Abraham, that's, those are amazing. A lot of Joe Vitale stuff is amazing, who incidentally, he goes back to some of these players in the, in the early part of the movement, Neville Goddard and Catherine Ponder, and he draws a lot from them, right? And those people I'm going to steer you towards as well. So keep, keep that in mind. But Joe Vitale stuff is awesome. Most of the stuff out there is awesome. And the reason it's awesome is because most people are saying the same thing. They're saying that who you are attracts what you get in life, right? And developing your consciousness is the way to attract the circumstances you want to have in life. When you change what you are, you're going to change what you get. This is Wayne Dyer's type type of message, right? So they're all, all those people are saying the same thing. The only differentiator in my mind that makes it easier or more difficult to understand the message is a couple things. One, how succinctly they share it with you, right? How, how much they understand it so that they can share it with you. I think it was Einstein who said, if you can't explain something simply enough, so a person who has no knowledge of it can understand it, then you yourself do not understand it. So we have to keep that in mind. So that's one, how succinctly these authors can, can deliver the message so that it gets uploaded into your knowingness and your consciousness very easily, right? It's not, it's not cluttered, it's not difficult to understand, and it's very simple to grasp. The other thing is how much fluff and filler is diluting that message. And again, it's dangerous because it actually harms you and interferes with your ability to get to get it, quite frankly. And so just be aware of that and be careful out there. Just because you buy a 500-page book on manifesting, that actually scares me. I'm actually hyperventilating a little bit thinking about it. <laughs> just because you buy a 500-page book on how to manifest doesn't mean you're going to get it. In fact, quite frankly, that actually could be the biggest deterrent on the planet. It's very scary to think about that. So just keep that in mind. So here's who I would steer you towards. These major players, these are like my go-to books, and these are people that I'd only discovered after plowing through all of the mass market manifesting books, right? And like I say, there's some good stuff out there. And I just want to go off on a tangent here on that. You know, the reason that's the stuff we buy, those mass market folks, is because that's what's pushed to us and marketed to us, and that's what's in the bookstores. You've got to do some digging to find these folks because these folks aren't in print anymore, or they're in print, but they're not the big money makers. See, the new people out there publishing manifesting book, again, which they're great, but they're pushed by the book publishers and they're pushed and marketed big time. So that's all you hear, right? That noise is at you. Boom, boom. You get that noise. You don't get the noise from these folks because most of them are already deceased, but their work is still around and it's absolutely amazing. So first one is Neville Goddard. Anything by this man is phenomenal. When I started reading his stuff was really when manifesting started clicking for me and I started to get it. And he, because he writes so clearly and so succinctly and so simply that you understand it very easily. So anything by this man, feeling is the secret. The power of awareness is absolutely amazing. He has a bunch of books. You can also find a bunch of his lectures on YouTube. 
his whole thing is assume the feeling that would be yours if you had what you wanted, right? And live in the end, which is living from your desired circumstances. That's what he's talking about. Anything by him is awesome. Anything by Emmett Fox, like I mentioned, Life is Consciousness, phenomenal book. Uh, Sermon on the Mount is another phenomenal book. Emmett Fox also wrote The Golden Key, which is an excellent essay. I talk about that in episode two, I believe, of the podcast. If you want to get hear that, you can go listen to that. I actually read The Golden Key in that podcast. Anything by Joseph Murphy. Joseph Murphy wrote The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And he, he again says what Neville says. He says that you should get the feeling that would be yours if you had what you wanted. And I actually did a whole blog post. No, excuse me. It was a video early on, maybe eight months ago, back in my uh, early time here on my blog, on my blog. And I actually categorized and kind of classified all these manifestors. I think it was five manifestation masters. And again, back to my thing, I, I can't say this strongly enough. I can't drive this point home strongly enough. And it is, they're all saying the same thing. However, they say they approach it a little bit differently, right? And that's actually a good thing because it can help you understand it, right? In the martial arts, there's this common belief and this common thinking that if you practice and practice over years and years and years, one day it's going to click. Now that day may be six months in, it may be a year in, it may be 20 years into the practice. One day the move that you're making or the maneuver or the practice will click and you will understand and you'll open up to another level of understanding, right? There's infinite levels of understanding. And so the same applies when you're talking about manifesting and manifestation. So anything by Joseph Murphy's good, but definitely the power of your subconscious mind. Venice Bloodworth, she wrote the key to yourself. I think it's just key to yourself. She's amazing. Her, that book is amazing. Again, it's from that mid century new thought era that was driven out that was by that and I can't remember who her mentor was I almost want to say oh no you know what I think her it was either Thomas Troward I think it was Troward was her mentor again that guy would be great Ernest Holm would be great anything by him another person Florence Scovel Shin absolutely phenomenal you know she writes a number of thin books the game of life and how to play it. And I think she has one power of your spoken word. She has a bunch of books, anything by Florence Scoville Shin. Now here's one that I'm pretty sure you haven't ever heard of, and it is absolutely phenomenal. And I only found it because going down this trail of breadcrumbs and it's called the message of a master by John McDonald. Absolutely phenomenal book. Again, it's about changing who you are and changing your state of being, right? Your consciousness of of what you are and who you are. Absolutely great book. Then there's a another little book. It's just small. You can pick it up for a couple bucks on Amazon. It's called It Works, the famous little red book that makes your dreams come true. And that's super good. And it's just a super short read. You could probably get through it in like three minutes or five minutes. And the reason I like that book is because it just shows you how simple this stuff really is. It doesn't have to be complicated. Again, it's getting the consciousness of the thing you want to have, whether it's visually looking at it from a vision board, writing it down, which the little red book recommends. Nothing new there, right? Write your goal down, look at it every day, assume it in the present tense, 
and put it in the positive form like I have it as opposed to I don't have this or I have that, right? Those are common sense things, but like Mark Twain says, common sense isn't so common, right? So that is my list of what you should read if you're just starting out in manifesting. And I'll put these folks in the show notes on my blog so you can go and check it out. But these are people that I've, you know, encountered really fairly recently in my journey of say 18 years. And if I were you, I would just go to them right away because here's the thing. All of the modern day people writing about manifesting, they're going to them to write their own books, right? And they're going to, of course, the Bible and some of the other foundational books that obviously, but Neville Goddard talks about the Bible, right? He deciphers it and he talks about it as being really a way to understand your subconscious mind and the characters in the Bible he references to being different states of consciousness and different levels of being, right? So it's fascinating. But all the folks writing current modern day books, they're all going to these players that I just mentioned and writing their manifestation books. So you might as well just skip all that and go right there. Again, pick up some of the current books, but my problem with them is I don't want you to waste your time going through the stories, going through the fluff, because quite frankly, I'm kind of past the stories. I don't, you know, life is precious. Time is valuable. I don't think you want to waste your time reading story after story after story when it just takes one little sentence to give you the whole thing, right? So that's my take on what I think you should read if you're just starting out. I hope that's been helpful. And if it has, It'd be awesome if you went over to iTunes and left a review or gave me a little shout out. That would be super cool. But until next time, I do wish you all the best, health, wealth, and success, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.